0: This is the remix.
1: Edmondson, a long pass to center, and a good bounce, it comes to Suzuki. Left circle waits, nice crack move, and he tries to jab it in, and he scores! A beautiful goal by Nick Suzuki with tremendous patience. The Las Vegas Journal Review. Oh, just a soft call, but I can't even
2: blame the refs because, you know, they're, they're fighting through the the embellishment of of uh, you know grabbing your face or falling down or dropping your stick you know every period so you know I I, I can't even blame the referee on it they 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 fool them on it.
1: The Las Vegas Review Journal. Welcome, McKinnon getting away from Carlson, deals away in the forehand near side. Miko Rantanen, score. Over and the avalanche still went away from the Golden Knights. They lead the best of seven series two to nothing. Just crush my grins.
3: Boom. Sadness. That's the one.
4: The unfortunate part about Ed being gone covering these Golden Knights games is we miss Ed's hot takes on things like Pete DeBoer complaining that the Golden Knights were embellishing calls and that's why they got so many power plays. So. What did you think of Pete DeBoer, and is he actually going to get some calls in Game 3? Oh, go I think he leg? gets some
3: calls tonight with the crowd, and, and I think West McCauley and the boys give him some calls. Uh, was it embellishing when it was Theodore who flicked the puck over the uh, <laughs> over the uh, glass there? The, who embellished that they one? embellished the puck uh, off the ice. I, again, I, the embellishment, the, we had to play a seventh game, they got two weeks off, or a week off, or whatever it was, I just think... These things are kind of creeping out when you're down 2-0. I look, I don't think I, I bought Ratnan's argument that why in the world would I drop my stick on purpose in the defensive zone when it's OT and give them like an open shot and better scrunches. I don't get that. And I also, I'm sorry, like that is done in a split second in your head off a draw Where you get slashed, you're going to drop it on purpose? Like, I just don't believe that. Not at that end of the ice. I think that would be crazy. So I, And here's the thing. We said it after the game. We're all sitting there saying, okay, you hear it all the time in the NBA, right? Don't make the call then. Don't let that decide it. all that. Whatever you think about that. At the letter of the law, that's a slash. Now, if you're telling me, like, Mark Stone says that thing happens to me 30 times or whatever and it never gets called, okay. Maybe they should be calling it. I don't know. But whatever you think of the call – by what it is explained in the rule of what it is that's what that was now you can make the argument he shouldn't have done it at that point that's a whole different argument
4: my my big thing on the golden knights and the penalties is even if the golden knights are embellishing or selling them the golden knights still have put themselves in the position for the golden or for the avalanche to sell the call like riley smith did slash she his stick them. and so if riley smith doesn't reach over and whack his stick Rantanen never drops it, and right. there's never a penalty. Even if right. he embellished it, Smith still whacked a stick. There was another one where uh, Max Petrini got called for holding, where he had his arm around yes. Kale McCarr's hip, and McCar yes. McCarr like, chicken-winged his arm yes. up against him and made it look like a hold. Yeah. If Petrini doesn't put his arm near his hip like that, there's, there's no chance for there to be a call. So even if the Avalanche are embellishing, the Golden Knights are still putting themselves in, in bad the position positions to do that. Yes. for the refs to make the call. Now, should they be calling it? Do they That's normally call it? That's a totally different it? argument. Whatever, but yeah. if you're the Golden Knights, you still have some control over this because you can't embellish nothing. I mean, you can, but you're not going to get many calls. You're if not you embellish getting calls nothing. in hockey by embellishing nothing, right? You're not tripping no. with no opponent no. around you and getting a call, right? For for you to embellish something, there has to be there has to be some action bit. within it that you're like eh, it could be it could not be we're going to call it, right? So. Should they be calling that much? Do they normally call that much? Whatever. The Golden Knights have still put themselves in those positions. And if they keep doing it, the Golden Knights are still probably going to get called for penalties again. Like, it's still going to happen. If you slash his stick, maybe he drops it. Now, Jared's Velcro solution maybe fixes that, but you never... I mean, if you slash a guy's stick hard enough for the Velcro to come off, that's definitely a penalty. Just need the ref to be like, the Velcro detached
2: penalty! (laughs) But also... Am I the only one that kind of hopes that like the Avalanche start playing this up a little bit, sort of like how whenever Joel Embiid gets a uh, gets like knocked to the ground, starts and falling he, down and writhing in pain? Yeah, and then he pops up with a big yeah. smile, like I got the call, guys.
3: Yeah, I I mean at this point, just to you know make them more mad, I might try to embellish a few tonight, and I think they get calls tonight. Eighteen thousand—that's usually what happens. It's different in hockey, though. I mean. I don't know. It just seems like you said, like in hockey, it's so open that it's really hard to fake things that much. Like when there's a call made, you might not disagree with the, you might disagree with the call, but something happened in that space right. where you're like, okay, that could have been called. It's not like other sports. Like was that a hold and no one's really watching it and did the did the lineman hold the other guy, whatever. Like in hockey, it's open enough to like, oh, that could be called or it wasn't called. Yeah. It's just you, you kind of you never in hockey. I never say, should that even been called or not. Generally
4: speaking, in hockey, the bigger problem is missed calls than calls that are made. Because calls that are made, there's always there's something happens. Yes, and you can point to yeah that's yeah. why he called it or that's why it was penalty. The bigger problem in hockey is the missed calls and the lack of calls. I know. Oh, it's a lack of calls for sure. The big complaint for like the Edmonton Oilers was that Connor McDavid got. They could have called interference on every shift right. Connor McDavid hacked because Winnipeg just just hit him. They were right. just like, wherever he is, we're just going to hit him, and they could have called interference every single time. So, like, it's it's the lack of calls in hockey, not so much the actual calls. And so, I actually think Pete DeBoer, he might have had a better argument if he came in and said, like, they got all these sort of soft calls and we didn't get any of the right. soft calls. Like, where when are we going to get the soft right. calls? And honestly, if I'm Pete DeBoer, if I'm watching the game and they're dropping their sticks or you think they're embellishing, tell my guys to drop your stick. I'm right. saying, hey, Jonathan Marsh, they hit your stick. Throw Drop that it. thing into the stands. <laughs> yeah. Like, throw it at the referee. When it's he like the
3: baseball at the spin rate. is If you're not doing it, you know, everyone right. else is. Yeah. You identify an advantage that. the other team's gaining. Start doing it yourself. Took you three periods to know that. Yeah. It's like, hey, you feel
4: a stick hit your skate. You Drop fall. It. Or you fall down. You go fly into yeah. the ground. You draw that penalty for us. Now, granted, and the other part of this tie game, two to two, three minutes left. The Golden Knights did have a power play. Yes, they, they did. They did get a penalty yeah, with three yeah. minutes to go in that game. Yeah. You score on that. The game's over.
3: Give Stone credit; he said that you got to score in the power play. You got you you have the opportunity right there to end it.
4: To give Pete DeBoer credit too, he did say in his press conference, "We got to bury the chances." Like he mentioned, like we had chances and we didn't bury them. So it's it's not like Pete DeBoer walked in and the only thing he said was was the embellishment. Right, he did, you know, but he did make it very clear to bring that up and say that they
3: were embellishing.
4: He did make that
3: excuse. Well, you're down two zero. I mean, at that point, you're a little desperate. You got to plant some seeds, right? right? I mean, anything at that point to get you to try to get to two one. All right. I do need a little bit more of your
4: adventures in Colorado. Yeah. I, I I think I need more information on where the hell the Golden Knights practice. So when we uh. talk to you, <laughs> Top Golf, bumper cars,
3: golf ad, course, adult beer league yeah. hockey on going the other on, sheet of ice. Yes, and the Golden Knights practicing in the middle of it. Y- yeah they're on their own sheet of ice it was out in town maybe a 15 20 minute drive which apparently is the avalanche practice facility uh but it it you know it's it's secondary to the children's you know arcade <laughs> and the top golf and the golf and everything and it was very strange like bumper cars you know there's a there's a uh cafe there where you can watch much like met you know um the pizza place at uh at um McKenzie river at you know, uh, Golden Knights practice. You can sit there and watch what's happening on the ice. If you're eating, um, it was just really bizarre. The locker rooms apparently were so small. Like I said, the Golden Knights had to show up in their practice uniforms, put the skates on there. Um, yeah, it was it was weird. I mean, you know, it, was, it, it made you know it, it, they played a lot better. So maybe they should go back there if they go back for Game Five. Maybe they to heck with Ball Arena. Let's go out in the in the in the suburbs there to practice. So it was a strange, strange thing. So we need um,
4: a Game 5 and for the Review Journal to send Cassie Soto just to cover everything that happens
3: at this. At the bumper cars? At the bumper cars. uh, And the air hockey? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we need. How about the scooters around Denver? Okay, yeah. So, did you I've go scootering never,
4: with Justin Emerson? No, he
3: was the only one who did this oh, on our trip. That's disappointing. He was scootering everywhere. It's one of those towns where you, you know they just drop them on the street. You go, you pick one up, you pay for it, you go, and then when you're done, you drop it on the street. You take a picture of it with your app, and that's the way they know where it is. The job you want is we saw this happening at the arena. Some dude in like a van will drive around because of the app you know where all the scooters and bikes are they also do bikes he picks them up takes them home and charges them and brings them back and they pay him for it like that's a great job he just drives around the city picks up these scooters and these bikes i guess he's got the charger at home i'm sure there's more than one of these guys and you charge these up and you get paid for it. you saw this guy yeah he pulled up outside (laughs) ball arena he might have taken emerson scooter because i actually (laughs) drove emerson to the next stop so in my car and that was you know that's I didn't, More, I didn't. Okay, how many people did you drive in this city? Um, Have we not done a good
4: enough I, job on this show I, explaining I, not to get in the
3: car with that? I'd been in the shotgun because he had to tell me where to go with the app, even if it was a block away. And I had Shane and sometimes Emerson in the back. I didn't. It was it was a safe trip. I didn't get many. Like in my family, we call it the "eh" moment. Like every time <laughs> about to hit something to do something wrong, someone in the car goes "eh," and like their body contorts "eh." Like I get that all the time. And it happens so often now, like they'll go, eh, and then we'll go on with whatever we're talking about. Like they like it's no longer like a surprise where they kinda sit back and they like <laughs> and eh like that. So there were no, there were there were a few Ben is such a nice kid. He could have had maybe four eh moments, but he never let it out where he looked, and I know he was thinking, did you see that car right by us? Did you see that? But he's such a nice kid, he didn't say anything. And even after being on the show where you guys just played this up, like, I did think he was a little nervous the next time we got him. He was kind of glancing at me. Like, uh, I didn't know this about this guy.
2: So you have, Ed has trained his family (laughs) to no longer (laughs) respond (laughs) correctly to a curriculum. Yes,
4: You have had so many instances of almost hitting something that your family just makes one noise and goes on with talking about what's for lunch or something, yeah. even though well, they almost died two seconds And their earlier. body
3: kind of contorts for like a second, and then they just move on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they go into full fight or flight, and then immediately <laughs> go, eh, what's going to happen? It's <laughs> the <laughs>
3: like, And then we just keep going on.
4: Uh-huh. Why they let you drive? huh
3: Why did they let you drive? I don't and know. They, I'm not going to let people drive OJ my car.
4: three people, and you're <laughs> the one that drove.
3: I'm not going to let people drive my car. Come on. So, yeah, Ben, I thank, thanks to you guys embellishing it. Talk about embellishment. Next time the guy got in the car with me, I saw a few glances over.
2: Is Ben old enough to rent a car? Isn't that like the last milestone no, was, of
3: youth? He was on it. Yeah, he's old enough. He was He was actually – and that's the thing because we don't know, like going back and forth, you got to have a second person in the car. You don't know, like skates, who's going to drive, whatever. He was on the car, but we ne- he never jumped in because he knew he had with me driving, he had to have the uh, this thing I open all the time, Maps. This, he, has to have this, he's, he brought us to every place, Ben did. I mean, some
4: people can do that and drive. You want me doing that and driving? No, but Ben <laughs> or Dave, there's or three of you, sometimes four. Uh, yeah. Well, we got through How it's many fine. people on a scooter did you almost hit?
3: I'll tell you what. Even if you're a great driver in that town, you have to be wary. There are people on scooters everywhere, and those kids, and mostly kids, they don't care, man. They are going like 40 miles through. So it wouldn't have even been my fault in that instance. There's <laughs> scooters everywhere in downtown Denver. wouldn't have been my fault. In that instance, if I would have taken someone out, I'd have been like, that's that kid. He's going way
4: too fast. All right. When you went to college, <laughs> were there not a lot of people crossing the streets in
3: college? Yeah, in San Diego, there's a lot.
4: Okay, because I'm not... I don't view myself as bad of a driver as Ed Grainy, but I'm a little surprised I made it through four years of college without hitting somebody, a right. pedestrian, because they are people everywhere. they just cross the street right. whenever they get yeah. there at any point. They don't yeah. care about a crosswalk. So like did you not like
3: maim half the campus? I was it wasn't that in college. It was more though at the end of a semester, I I think I could stack those parking tickets up by like fifty. Where did like, you park? Where I wasn't supposed to. Well, I was always either late or just on time for campus. I went to San Diego State. There's like thirty-something thousand people. Like, there, that, there's a lot of kids. You know, I didn't, I didn't stay up late at night to get in. I'll just leave it at that. I mean, I think I just <laughs> filled out like a half a piece, piece of paper, and the next week, like, I got this letter, like, yeah, you can come. So when I you go to San Diego State, and now it's either at the trolley. It's much more different than I was in school. Now it's like I don't even know why you drive there because of the public transportation. But when I was going there, it was, I mean, I two minutes for class. I just had to take what I took. And that was it. And I don't really I think that's why, like <laughs> I didn't realize like then when your license came up, like we can't give you this until you pay these parking <laughs> tickets. I'm like, Mom? Mom? Like it was it became that. Like, mom, <laughs> can you send some more money? Parking tickets yeah. than you do in tuition. I had a stack. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was embarrassing to some point.
4: All right. Coming up next, <laughs> we're gonna get into Bishop's briefs. Jared, are we giving away something right now or are we waiting thirty minutes?
2: Waiting thirty minutes. All
4: right, stay tuned you'll still have a chance to get qualified to win tickets
1: to game four of Golden Knights and Avalanche. Is Tyler a know-it-all? Can you prove him wrong? Tweet at Bischoff underscore Tyler and at Ed Graney. Bischoff's Briefs.
2: You know what happened last month without anybody noticing? This is for real. Webster's Dictionary expanded the definition of the word literally to include the way it's commonly misused.
1: Bishop's
2: Briefs. So the thing is, we no longer have a word in the English language that means literally. It literally doesn't have a synonym.
1: Bishop's Briefs.
2: So we're going to have to find the Latin word for it and use it. But see, I don't know any Latin.
1: Bischoff's Briefs.
2: So when I say that I am literally going to set fire to this building with you in it, you don't know if I'm speaking figuratively or literally.
4: Oh, UNLV basketball. We've got some more scheduling news. John Rothstein reported yesterday that UNLV will play San Francisco, a home and home series. They'll go to San Francisco this year on December 4th, and then San Francisco will come and play at UNLV next season. Now, first off, San Francisco is coached by my favorite coach in college basketball, Todd Golden. Uh, Todd Golden has a guy on his staff specifically – to tell him during games when they might have an opportunity to take some analytical advantage. And the two instances, the two fun instances, was two seasons ago in a game against Pacific. There were 12 seconds left in the first half. Pacific had the ball. And instead of letting Pacific hold for the last shot, they fouled Pacific's point guard to send him to the free throw line. Now, the key here is that Pacific's point guard was shooting 22% on free throws entering that game. So the math here for San Francisco was that by sending him into the line in a one-on-one one situation, the expected points that San Francisco was going to give up was only 0.27. Meanwhile, adding another possession for themselves, which they wouldn't have gotten without fouling, added 0.8 points per possession for San Francisco. So instead of just giving up a shot to Pacific and getting no offense out of it, Pacific or excuse me, San Francisco was able to create an extra possession while sending a bad free throw shooter to the line. But the best one they did was against BYU two years ago. San Francisco had a two point lead in the final 30 seconds against BYU. BYU had the ball. San Francisco fouled while leading. They fouled Yoli Childs, who was a 59% free throw shooter sent him to the free throw line. Now one-on-one, one-on-one scenario for BYU Yoli Childs had about a 35% chance to make both of those free throws. He didn't make either one. He missed the front end and USF got the ball and went on to win the game. But basically Todd Golden decided, hey, if we foul, there's a 35% chance he makes both of them and we get the ball tied with 20 seconds left. Basically, we get a chance to go win the game, but there's a 65% chance he misses both one or both free throws and we get the ball back with the lead and now they have to foul us and we'll win this game and that's exactly what happened you would never see a coach foul while winning in the final 30 seconds but Todd Golden did it because analytically it said this
3: gives us the best (laughs)
4: chance to win I
3: love this guy This dude is like your favorite oh, coach of all he's time. The best. This lunatic, he's the best. This is
2: gonna be so great watching a UNLV oh game, and Tyler's just gonna be like, "This is such a smart move." This oh, is by a home the and other home. team. This
3: has to be a home and home. It has to be yes, yes. Which means this game's gonna start at seven when it comes back here, and Tyler will be there at three thirty. Yes, is like, staking out his place. He's gonna be pumped. I cannot right.
2: wait. Uh, coach, would you join me on my podcast? Yes. Oh, he's coming
3: on. This we're is when on the show. Adam Hill's favorite coach of all time is uh, Coach Underwood. And when they played at T-Mobile Arena, Adam went down there and literally <laughs> told the guy, you're my favorite coach of all time for these reasons. Tyler will be off the show that day because USF will have it shoot around at like 9 a.m. And he'll be like, and this coach will look over and say, who's that kid over there? Why, yeah. why is that guy over there? Why yeah. is that guy over there?
4: Yeah. Now, back on the UNLV side of this, uh, USF is a solid WCC team. They were actually under 500 last year, but still were top hundred. In Ken Palm, they've actually been top 100 in Ken for three straight seasons. So it's got a chance to be a decent game. You're looking at a top 100 team on the road. If San Francisco's any good, it could actually turn into a quad one game because it is on the road. But more than likely, a quad two game against a WCC team, which is which is solid. I It's it's a good game for you and Obi to have on the schedule. And it gives them six known games for next year. They're going to host UCLA, and they're going to host Cal. They're going to go to SMU and they're going to go to San Francisco now. And then they're going to play two of Michigan, Arizona, and uh, Wichita State at T Mobile Arena in that MGM main event yeah, tournament. I thought USF was a good game. So, so right? So we know six yeah. of their games. Five of those six were Ken Palm top 100 teams last year. Cal was the only one, and they were still in the top 150. So. Right now, UNLV's got a shot at having six top 100 teams on the schedule if Cal gets any better. I still think they need another top 50, preferably top 20 level opponent to put on the schedule because that'll guarantee a quad one game. Uh, but right now, that's a really good six. Now, they're going to include, there's probably going to be two, three, four complete. But there's going to be some bye wins. Yeah, complete yeah. cupcakes. Yeah. And then yeah. they tend to schedule a team like Pacific or Pepperdine right. that. Are, should be wins, but not terrible teams. Uh, so you'll probably have one or two of those on the schedule as well to round it out. But I, w- if they can get one more top 50 opponent, if they can get, you know, what, like if I'll just use Oregon as an example, as a Pac-12 school. If they could get Oregon, a team that's normally in the NCAA tournament a team that's normally top 50, if they get Oregon on the schedule, that would be, a, to me, that's a schedule that's good enough for UNLV to have a chance at the NCAA tournament come March.
3: Would you go to Oregon if you're not getting a game back,
4: uh, are they paying you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're paying you. If they're paying you, yeah, yeah. I would. Um, right now, because right now, UNLV only has the two road games. I'm sure they have other games already scheduled, so maybe they already have other road games, but let's just say they don't have any other road games scheduled right now. And it's, you know, Pepperdine's coming to Thomas and Mack, and Nebraska, Omaha, and Florida. Montana and them, State. And, yeah, are well, coming to play the bye games. don't want that. <laughs> they're coming to play the buy <laughs> games, right? Then yeah, I then you're you're probably gonna look for at least one more road game. Yeah, I'd have no problem taking a check to go play at Oregon. Yeah, no worries about that. Now, UNLV basketball generally speaking is good enough that Oregon would say. No, yeah, yeah. usually you, we'll you, you'd get and to home, home and home if not But yeah. Well, we'll come to Vegas. How's T Mobile? Yeah, I'd go on the yeah. road to play. I mean, hell, I go play a bye game against Texas. How much sure. is Chris Beard paying? Oh you? yeah.
3: <laughs> Texas has some money. He'd be fine. <laughs> go play
4: a bye game against Texas. The, and the other one Might to win. mention is Iowa State because if you remember and this is complete speculation but Desiree Francois was on with Cofield and company after Otzelberger left and she started talking about Otzelberger and Iowa State being back in Vegas in December now she cut herself off she didn't she just said that's I don't need to say any more about that but it it, it was alluding to Iowa State coming to Vegas this year to play a game should be a home at home well, it might be, hey, part of the buyout, we changed the buyout agreement, you give us a home game for nothing. Oh. It could be. Like, it was, um, what was the football coach that left Colorado State for Florida? Dan Mullen. No, no, he, Wasn't left, it Mullen? he left Mississippi State for oh. Florida. Um, um, good God, I'm already blanking on his name. But anyways, in his buyout was, was supposed to be a home game, or a, a matchup. To give a game. Yeah, for Colorado State, which if I was a... Mid major program, I'd be putting that in all my buyouts too. True. If you True. leave, we have if you the leave, right. Especially if you leave for a power five, yeah, we I- need to. If game. you leave, whatever school you go to, we have the right to schedule a game with yeah. you. And if you go to some crappy school we don't want to play, we can say no. But if you go to Iowa State, yeah, bring it on.
3: <laughs> what if the grill kid comes in and hits like 10 threes? No, he would. Oh, you uh, know He, he would. would just go off. Pay the grill 37 three. points. Yeah, exactly. He would just like, he would hit 10 threes. <laughs> he
2: hits 10 threes, but somehow, like, they
3: beat him on post moves. Yeah. <laughs> I thought right when I saw it, uh, I was in Denver when I saw it, you wrote about that. I said that's good. San Francisco is a good game. That's a good game. Yeah, it's, it's a decent Mount uh, de- decent WCC school. It's actually been pretty good of late. That's that's actually a really good it's game. It's a
4: game that most likely it's not going to be a massive help to your NCAA tournament resume,
3: but it's, it's not going to hurt you hurt very much. It's not going to no, hurt, it's not gonna hurt, hurt Whereas, you. Whereas, like if you put
4: Montana State on there, right? Even if you beat Montana State, that game well, is not help that, you. hurts you because. Yeah. Montana State doesn't do much, right? You. It's a quad three, quad four like, game, not that big of an advantage for you. So San Francisco and especially San Francisco on the road, if San Francisco's good, that could be a quad. One a chance, game. like if they're yeah. seven. What is it? Top seventy-five yeah. on the road is quad one. So if they're a top seventy-five team, which isn't out of the question, that's a quad one game. And once we get to March, if UNLV's any good, we'll be talking about how many quad
3: I, one games they. Play. I just want one of the games at T-Mobile just to see it. I want them to play Michigan would be nice. Yeah. I, I just I, want to see that. I I'm mean.
4: hoping it's Michigan Arizona and not Wichita yeah. State. Although I feel I, like
3: my my feeling is they might for the home team essentially the home team they're getting Wichita State to yes. start. Yes,
4: I, I my guess would be they make it Michigan Arizona as the marquee right. first game. Yes, At that night. way they're guaranteed yes. they get Michigan Arizona playing each other, and then right. UNLV Wichita State get winner loser. Yeah, yeah. So, but I would like to see them get oh, Arizona first and Michigan second. Yeah, I'd like the MGM main event to say let's get Arizona Michigan in our championship right. game, and then somebody loses or wins and ruins it, and UNLV gets to play both of them. Right, that would oh, be great. ideal because it's the best team. All right, coming up next. Cassie Soto gets
1: made fun of. Uh, guys, it's it's just not going to happen for her. We should really lay off the fact that she's been dating the same guy through six running Rebel coaches. It's the only thing in her life she could call an engagement. Raiders.com's Cassie Soto joins the press box for her weekly hit. Cassie, what have you done to embarrass yourself recently?
0: Think think
3: before you answer that because we know.
0: (laughs) What? Think before
3: you answer that because we know.
0: Oh, no. I don't know. Think hard. We had
3: an an anonymous source about you out at
4: Raider practice again this week. We do. We have sources telling us things to make fun of you for.
0: I didn't do anything at Raiders practice this week. I I was matching with Paloma from Fox 5.
4: No, no. no, it's We're not it. the same. I think, no. it's, I think it's more about
3: something you might have stolen. What did you steal this week?
0: What did I steal from yeah. practice this week? Yeah. Um, okay, mm.
2: so is theft such a common occurrence with you? Like say, we know, the, we know about you. the ice cream. <laughs> that, that's like, you. I don't even remember. I just know I stole some stuff.
0: Okay, I really don't. So this is bad. Am I a klepto without really knowing it? I don't know. I give up.
4: I think you might have stolen a video from Heidi Fang.
3: And put it on the web like it was your own.
0: Did I not say I had to take Heidi Fang's video?
3: Uh, well, In my caption. I don't know. Yeah, you, you stole it and you put it on social media. That's what the source is telling us. Um, can you take your own videos from now on? Do you need other people to take <laughs> videos for you and, and put them on social media? I mean, I would have thought by now you're taking your own videos out at that place.
0: Yes. I will take my own videos from Uh, now on.
3: You really have a problem with stealing Heidi Fang stuff.
0: Well, first of all, (laughs) I called her. I said, hey, hey, Heidi, I just thought of this funny idea. Can I take your video and add a goofy TikTok sound to it? And she's like, I don't have TikTok, so I don't know what you're talking about. Go ahead. So I not only asked for her permission, I then courtesied her when I reposted it. So this is a lie. Mm -hmm. I I am not in the wrong here. Mm -hmm.
4: Do you own a Toyota? No. Oh, okay. You know, if you have a Toyota, you can uh, park on the field at Lights FC games and watch Lights FC from behind the bench in your car.
0: Is that one of their promotions this it is. year?
4: Yes, it well, is. This,
0: this oh, year,
3: tomorrow no. night. <laughs>
0: hey, Tyler, I'm so sorry to hear about Dottie.
3: It's sad, I know. I
0: oh, I forgot about yeah. that.
4: That's
3: yeah. right. I forgot about
4: that. One of the Dottie. lights of yeah, passed sad. away. That is sad. She was the good one. She was the one that posed in a picture for me. Yeah. She was. Dolly, the was one. Dolly was the one that laid down and wouldn't go on the yeah. field for the National Anthem
3: picture. Right.
0: <laughs> what
3: kind of car? I did, well, you must have a to... better than a Toyota because you're making a lot of money over there at Raiders.com.
0: I have a Jeep. I have a Jeep Wrangler.
3: Oh, that's right. I've you driven drove that. It.
0: You test drove it. That's
3: right. I did test drive it. She actually let yeah. me test drive her car. Look at Tyler. Like the, Tyler is passing out right now. That yeah, you, actually let me, let, you actually let me drive okay. your new car. Well,
2: okay. Hold on. What? If he doesn't crash it, you know it's safe. Well, okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cassie, Ed went and covered the Golden Knights in Colorado, and he was not the only person from the Review-Journal there. Ben yeah. and David Shane were there as well. But for some reason, Ed's the one that drove around Denver.
0: Ed doesn't hand up the keys. We know that Take it from him. <laughs> he did, do you not remember our Arizona trip? I, on the I'm way aware. Back, I was like, I was like, hey Ed, you've been <laughs> up, like you're tired. Like I, you're got this. Why don't It's you, ten why in the morning. I had a nice like, night's sleep. <laughs> I got this. Don't worry. And he's like, no, no, I'm fine. And I was like, no, really, I can drive. No, I got it. I was like, all right, whatever. How
3: quickly did our photographer Chase Stevens run to get in the back?
0: Oh, he was like most automated. people want a little yeah. shotgun
3: action so you can be up front like you know you talk to people that guy sprinted for the back of the car and left Cassie in the shotgun
0: is it? he <laughs> he wanted nothing
2: to
4: do with the front of the vehicle <laughs> is it being in the front more safe it is it depends on is
3: your it? height oh I'm little
4: <laughs> so if you're tall it's more safe yeah. to be in the front that's, that's right ben, six four
3: no wonder Bens a shotgun yeah. shotgun. Yeah, because otherwise
2: you're you're coming into the airbag right at your face instead of like, yeah wouldn't wouldn't well, be good
4: for high uh, for Cassie. Well, oh. The airbag oh, yeah. might go right over Cassie's head.
3: That's true. It might have gone over his head and hit Chase in the back of the car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it very well could have. You know yeah, what could no, avoid Ed, all this is Ed, if I just Ed just didn't
3: drive. Yeah.
0: He goes. He goes. Well, the rental's under my name, and if something happens, and if this I'm like Ed nothing's going to happen if I drive if you drive. Yes, we need it under your name.
4: It's the same thing Ben said. Ed, yes, ben
2: using said.
0: the
4: same trick on everybody. Did he really
0: say the exact same yes. thing? Oh my God. Yes.
2: Uh, Cassie, were you even old enough to rent a
4: car?
0: At that time, probably not. What 25,
4: right? Yeah, But you can drive the rental car. They're yeah, not monitoring the who's in the driver's seat. <sighs>
2: so, um, sort of no. like how they
4: say you can't smoke in them. Trust me.
2: You can't. You-
0: Did this rental have the beep, 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 beep when you went over the lines again, Ed? I
3: I got a lot of beeps. This one had front (laughs) beep and back beep and side beep. So it was beeping the entire time. I told Tyler that for the first couple days, and this is Tyler's fault, by the way, Ben was fine because he was constantly looking at his phone. As you know, I can't get anywhere without maps. So he was telling me where to go. Then he comes on the show, and Tyler's like, I can't believe you're letting that guy drive. What are you doing? And the next time we got in the car, which was an hour later to go like morning skate, I saw Ben kind of glancing over at me a few times. And we were pulling out of the parking garage, and it was Ben's fault because he was supposed to tell me if someone was coming. And he didn't, and it was a close call there. And Ben started saying, maybe Tyler's right about this guy because he didn't know beforehand. Did
4: you just pass off blame that someone else was supposed to tell you a car was
3: coming? Well, I I, I had the blind spot. Ben's 6'4". He could have looked back and seen anything. What, do you want him sticking his head out the window? I know you
0: had the backup camera. I know you had the backup camera.
3: What what car doesn't have the backup camera nowadays? I think they're legally required the to lead. have them. Yeah, I think every new car, you know, it's rental a cars They're all going to have the backup camera. That's oh an easy Oh, my
0: one. God. But do you remember when he almost took out that family after we were leaving the Diamondbacks game? That was traumatizing.
2: I don't remember
3: that. <laughs>
0: yeah, Sure you don't. Hey,
2: at least he, took, he was going to take them all out together.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no man left behind. No, I Leave, no survivors.
4: I don't remember that. I don't know what you're talking oh. about. Um, okay, Cassie, uh, do you need a food tour of Allegiant stadium?
0: Absolutely. Right now. And they did respond to me. How rude.
4: Oh, man, but you're the one that gets toilet seat covers in. So how come they're not going to give you a food tour at Allegiant stadium?
0: Well, I haven't been in yet to see, to, to see if any, any progress has been made on the toilet seat oh, cover. That's end. A good
2: point. Yeah. They and, probably uh, did the research.
0: I mean, I feel like we've had a lot of their food, but yeah, like as far as the concourse food goes, they need to do like a concourse demo. So of
4: all the, of all the goodies, uh, a rash tweeted out like a food tour at SoFi stadium in Los Angeles. And I got to say, watching his video, I'm not impressed. Like that, that hot dog doesn't look that good. The cheeseburger sub looks very the nachos, strange. Like the,
0: nachos it, were, yeah.
4: the only thing I'm th- like, the, the tsunami tots look pretty good, but like even the pizza was kind of like, eh, like I fi- I figured you'd have better food than this at a brand new stadium.
0: Yeah, you would think when I when we did our tour, it was like a month or whatever ago. There was like a there was like a sushi place. There was like poke bowls. There was like kale salads, So I guess they didn't demo everything. I don't know.
4: Brutal. But you all you want is the food tour. You're going to go and not even well, cover the actual game. You're just going to give us a tour of the restaurants at. Well, Allegiant speaking Stadium. of
0: the food tour, are you guys going on the one today at uh, Caesar's Palace?
4: What's that? I don't even know what it is. What there's, is a,
0: that? there's a bar opening and they're doing a press reveal of all the food and drinks. So, I minute. will be there. What's that has
4: to do with Raiders.com? You think we're on like it, the restaurant opening yeah. email? Who, who list? would tell this, us no, that? No, there's,
0: there's going to be like former Raiders and Raiders. There's like Raiders themed. They oh, like, oh.
3: are You are playing this Raiders.com thing for free food to the <laughs> tilt. Now you're going to some weird opening of somewhere that has nothing to do with football because there might be like a one Raider from the passer and a cheerleader just to get the free food?
0: Raiderettes are there. It's a Raider related. To oh end. man, you were Hold playing
3: on. this thing to the end.
2: It, it must it, cover assignment. Will Raider Rusher be there? Oh
0: god. Oh, I haven't seen him anywhere.
2: Yeah, they banned him because he's horrifying. No, it's because he's like slightly out of your like eye like eye line. He's just always in the corner hiding. <laughs> he,
4: doesn't, he doesn't have a torso. No, no, no.
0: I'll keep an That's, eye out
4: for him. There's no way Raider Rusher can hide. For those of you that don't know, Google Raider Rusher right now to find out this horrifying mascot. There's, it's not as
0: bad as the Dodger one, though, remember? That
4: is true, because the Dodgers decided to have a diverse group of nightmare, nightmarish uh, mascots. <laughs> Thank God we got all the skin tone colors so they can
3: haunt <laughs> everyone's nightmares. <laughs> Jesus. Wow! Can you see Cassie? Like, there'll be another food opening somewhere. I heard a Raider had dinner there six months ago. I need to be in attendance for raiders.com because they're opening a new restaurant, and he might come back six months later because he really enjoyed his dinner. Actually,
2: oh my God! Cassie's- actually, this this actually could be good for me. Cassie, um, both of my talents here owe me lunch. Where, where should
0: I? Uh, where should I force them to yeah. take me? Ooh. Oh, you know where I went yesterday? It was uh, Blue Ribbon Sushi inside of uh, Red Rock. Have you guys been there?
3: How no, we can't afford that. Yeah,
0: how does she have oh, money? Like, seriously, it was good. It's,
2: it's got to be the Raiders.com yeah, where the Raiders. dot com salary.
3: Who took you there?
0: The boyfriend.
3: What's he do? <laughs> He's got a lot of money play soccer well, on christmas he doesn't buy a, he doesn't buy a ring so he's got money for food <laughs> okay, yeah, boy, you, but you, right. you guys must go to great restaurants I mean, he's not paid for anything else so he might as well take you to nice restaurants cassie i have a story what? idea for you that
4: i think okay. might actually be decent um oh. ask all the raiders their favorite restaurants in vegas right and then put okay. together like a ranking of which you know was number one and then you Go and try them all and give your own review yeah. to see who has good taste in That's restaurants. Good. That's
3: a good one.
0: That would be great. But people get really mad at us when we ask non-Rater-related questions on oh. press conferences. Oh,
3: it's fine. Don't you mean on the it. Zooms?
0: On the Zoom calls? Oh, yeah. Do
3: you Irrelevant. ever watch like
0: the live feed on YouTube where they're like, that was a stupid question? Who yeah. let that person ask a question? It's like, can y'all go away? It's
4: a badge of honor. Yeah. Um, that, that, that that makes it even better. You'd ne- but- obviously,
3: you'd never get Gruden's opinion. I haven't seen him on a Zoom in a while. So. <laughs> he, no, He's
4: yeah. the one in the comments on YouTube. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and it's, and, it, and yes. he goes
3: down as, Deuce Dad. It's like, who's that guy? Deuce Deuce De- who's Deuce Dad? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, being from Raiders.com as you are, you, you got to pull some strings in there and say why the head coach hasn't been talking. Haven't you been on top of that?
0: You know, um, no comment, no comment. Well, That's you're fitting think right think
3: in. No Good comment. for you. You've learned how to deal with things over
4: there. No
0: comment. Upper body injuries, lower body injuries.
4: I have, a, <laughs> I, I have an important follow-up from last week. Um, was your God child's birthday less extravagant than your dog's birthday?
0: It wasn't. It wasn't. It turned out really great. She was spoiled.
4: How much did you have to do with the spoiling?
0: Well, we were there at like 930 in the morning until forever setting up in the hot, hot sun. So I really, you know, I really care about this kid, I guess.
4: Man, I thank God I'm a terrible person and nobody's asked me to be a godfather of their baby because that sounds terrible. Oh, my God.
0: It's just like a huge task. Like, they put a lot on us. And it's like, why did you pick me? You've got a gazillion family members. Now we have to do this. And it's like an obligation. I can't not help hang up the flower decorations i had to get her a really nice present like very much a chore on my end can you turn it down
4: like if somebody says hey tyler i want you to be the godfather of my child can i, I can say no right oh, I, of course i, I, I
0: think, think if course.
2: i'm asking you
4: definitely like should say
2: <laughs> because you're you're gonna wind up raising that kid
4: yeah
3: <laughs> jared if you have a kid i might quit no if you <laughs> yeah if you don't See yourself in the future potentially raising the child or really being involved in its life, then don't say yes. I mean, like, can you say no? I feel can like can you be
0: friends weird. afterwards, yeah. though? Like, I don't know. That's I think oh, like, yeah,
3: I don't want anything to do with your child. Says, like, then well, why are we friends? Right? God, yeah. I'm godfather to two ch- now adults,
0: you're and he said last time. Last time. <laughs> I
2: think he said three I last time. Said three last I gotta he
3: three. think about this. Yeah, I gotta think about this. It's two of my nieces, at least. So you should have said no, is what you're telling us. No, if, if something happened, I mean, you know, they're my sisters. I, I don't want anything to happen to my sisters, but if, you know, God forbid it did, I'd be there for the kid. But they're adults now. They got their own lives. What do they need me for? Do you
0: have you to know. send them extra money on their birthday?
3: I've been really delinquent about that.
2: <laughs> Wait, you guys get money on your birthdays?
3: No, I don't have any godparents, yeah. so my, no. My, my kids do from their godparents. They get stuff, yeah. I've been bad Oh yeah. About
0: that. My godparents, they took care of me. But yeah. yeah. They I'm, they would they would give me a little, little plenty on the side every time we'd go over. Yeah. So I'm like, shoot, you might have to do that now? I've
3: been horrible about that. Why'd you bring that up?
0: Oh man, you <laughs> that really a that's like these entire roles. Thank like, God these people live in California,
3: them. they don't listen to the show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like kind of confused. Can you send money from jail? I assume you can. Okay. Well maybe
4: then my godparents could yeah. figure right. it out. <laughs>
2: All right, coming up
4: next, we find out why Jared's godparents (laughs) are in jail. (laughs) Thank you, Cassie. We appreciate it. All right, kid. See ya. All right, here we go. We got a Golden Knights hat, six-foot sub from Porta Subs, and you will be qualified to win a pair of tickets to Game 4 between the Golden Knights and Avalanche on Sunday. The phone number, 702-364-1100. We will take caller number 12. 702-364-1100. Golden Knights hat. Six-foot sub from Port of Subs. Qualified to win tickets to Game 4. 702-364-1100.
1: Our stats hogwash? Are you tired of hearing Tyler do math on the radio? Call the Press Box voicemail and let us know. 702-720-4678. You're sitting in the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at EdGraney and Bischoff underscore Tyler.
4: Okay, Ed, we're going to go back to that story in Sports Illustrated about uh, pitchers using illegal substances to get a better grip because here's, here's what they have in there. One National League journeyman reliever who says he uses Pelican Grip Dip, a pine tar rosin blend typically used by hitters to help grip their bats, has been flagged at airport security. They swab my fingers and this is after I shower and everything, and they're like, hey, you have explosives on your fingers. I'm like, well, I don't, but I'm sure that I have something that's not organic on there.
3: <laughs> now, why are they swabbing this kid's fingers? Because he's got Pelican grip on when he's throwing the balls. Right, but I, is it being picked up somewhere?
4: Like, apparently it, dete- it, gets it gets detected by detected? TSA or something. And they say, hey, this is detected for explosives.
2: I had a friend in college, she got like red like red flagged by the TSA because they, every time she'd go through, they're like, yeah, we detected a massive amount of fertilizer. And she's like, well, my dad's a farmer.
4: <laughs> but they're like, all right, well, you're still going on a register. Right. Have you ever had anything swabbed for explosives? Like when you go through the sure, TSA? Yeah. Like the head- well,
3: I don't know if they're doing it for explosives, but I've had stuff swabbed. Yeah, like the
4: headphones I'm wearing right now, they at one point had like uh, Bluetooth headphones or something mm-hmm. were like on their list and like... Every time I'd fly, I'd have it's them in well, my yeah. backpack. They'd pull them out, and I'd have to come watch them. And they take a little Q-tip and run it around, and then stick it in whatever they test. And then, oh no, these headphones aren't. Yeah, blow I've, up I've the had plane. that to yeah. my
3: laptop and stuff. Yeah,
4: right. And but this guy, it's it's happening to his fingers. Where they swab them and they say, "What the hell's on your fingers, dude? You're gonna snap your fingers and blow the plane up or something?"
3: What's worse than that? That that he has to get swabbed every time or Adam Hill being red-flagged every time he wants to go into Canada because there's another Adam Hill out there who's done very bad oh, stuff. Oh, I kind of remember this yeah, story. Yeah, yes. we went to Canada, and, and, and <laughs> I said, after five, 10 minutes, I'm like, dude, I'm meeting you at the gate. This is going to take a while because they red-flagged his passport, and he just had to convince them, I'm not that Adam Hill. Like, well, you're going to hold on well, here. Uh, we'll make sure. Yeah, he got flagged. He we, gets flagged all the time with that. Do we remember what that Adam Hill had done? He didn't do anything him. good. <laughs> Well, like, yeah, I don't think I don't think you're I don't think you're getting red flag because you've given a lot of money to charity. I mean, he's <laughs> the only other
2: Adam Hill I know is Adam Hills, who's an Australian comedian with one leg. So now I'm thinking like, whoa, what is, what's going on?
4: So if the Golden Knights come back and win this series, they play a Canadian team. You guys send in Adam Hill. Oh my God, you have to only send Adam oh, Hill.
2: Don't Ad, no, send Adam Hill and then have uh, Raiders.com's Cassie Soto document.
3: Yes. I know he got flagged. I felt bad for him because every time we're trying to go customs or whatever uh, and fly, he, the poor kid was getting flagged every time to the point, like, I'll meet you at the gate. I can't wait around for you. Can this. you imagine having the same name as somebody who is just like
4: awful for whatever reason yes. and it makes it's your horrible. life worse?
3: I mean, Adam Hill, you got a shot with because it's, you know, kind of a com- common. both yeah. common names front and back. So, yeah, I feel bad for him. I remember the first time I was standing next to him, she's like, can you stand over here? I'm like, oh, what happened to Adam? (laughs) Like, she looked at the screen. Sir, you need to step to the left. I'm like, there's probably some huge red stop sign that came upside. (laughs) This guy's flag like starting to stop, stop, and Adam had to step to the left. I'm like, yeah, I'm
0: getting out of here. Don't
3: let him (laughs) into the country. The the nice colleague, really respectful. I'll see you later, Adam. (laughs)